0: Beyond, and hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Dornbusch, and this is Podcast Beyond, episode 615, a very special Death Stranding impressions Death episode. Death
1: Stranding!
0: That's how the game were we, maybe Were started. we all Does supposed it? to do that? <laughs> uh, don't worry. You missed the memo. Uh, my name is Jonathan Dornbusch. I am your host for this week, as I have been for a couple weeks now. Uh, and we are here to tell you our spoiler-free impressions of Death Stranding through chapter three uh we are not going to spoil anything major story-wise for you we're not going to talk about anything in the game beyond that point beyond of course death stranding doesn't come out for the ps4 until november 8th so we don't want to ruin that experience for those looking forward to playing it but i am joined this week by brian altana hello max scoville
1: death
2: stranding
0: and mark medina
2: seth stranding
0: what? He's stranded in
3: the, Maine. The That's star who right. the You, his yes. you yeah.
0: spoiled his name. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's in Chapter 12. Um, no, I did want to say before we begin, um, of course, none of us at this table reviewed this game. Tristan Ogilvie, I believe, from our That's Australian it. team, reviewed this game. He gave it a 6.8, uh, which is okay. 0.8. It's,
2: it's a very okay game.
0: Okay, point eight on the IGN scale. Uh, I would absolutely recommend you go check out his review it's about the video review is roughly about 10 minutes long but it is one of the most entertaining well produced reviews we've ever done the
1: video um, review is, is incredibly good oh, now is, you've gone and upset the baby i know <laughs> it's my favorite part um
0: yeah, it's a fantastic review whether or not we all agree or disagree with the points that Tristan made we'll get into some of that uh it is well worth reading and watching that review he makes his points very well he argues his case about how he felt about this game uh very also, well
1: I, can i and, a little a little hack for people who are yes, watching at home yeah. if the the 6.8 review score upsets you. A cool trick is to just pretend that's not there and then read the review and make up your own score based on those words.
0: Perfect. Just don't scroll down to the score number and then you can do that. Um, So I did want to start off the fact that, you know, Tristan scored this a 6.8. I wanted to talk about the general tenor and not necessarily speak for all of our coworkers, but just about the general discussion we've been having as people have been playing this game in the office. It's been to me one of the most fascinating game review periods to watch happen at IGN since I've been here because there are I feel like so many different perspectives across the board there are people and we'll get into this some people really found the first few hours to be a slog some people enjoyed the first few hours some people thought it got better some people didn't uh there's so much to the way that people feel about this game I I haven't seen this before how do you guys feel if there were two of me we would be arguing yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah. Uh,
3: well I'll I'll start by saying that I think it is monumental that a company like sony was able to allocate uh, a significant number of resources towards something this sort of uh weird and 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 disparate and and broken into so many different fan bases before the game is even out there Mm -hmm. uh i I value that. I love that. I wish there was more experimentation and art house nonsensory <laughs> in the in the AAA space. Uh, I'm so glad that's here. I think it's a huge, I would say, sigh of relief that this is actually out now, or like there or close in the wild, and something that we've been, you know, tracking for three years is now something we can almost openly talk about.
2: Yeah, uh, I went on the website earlier and I, I was like, "Death Stranding review," and I was like.
3: Oh yeah. It feels yeah. surreal. That's right? weird. Having having done this job as long as we all have like to be able to sit there and go, "Oh yeah, like it's 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 almost here, like it's it's real, like you can go buy it very yeah. soon. Um reviews are out, people have finished it. It is a shipped, completed, finished product. It is in the wheelhouse of incredible sort of weird, bizarre, uh cinematic monumental things that Sony have shipped this generation. Uh I'm very very happy that exists, and it's here, and the air is out now, the cat's out of the bag, we can talk about and it. And
0: Tristan does a great job of addressing all of that in his review, because this is a game, I think this is probably the, the game I can remember in recent memory, that comes with the most saddled expectations, whether mm-hmm. positive or negative from fans and creators and just the industry in general. People just have wanted to know for years what is Death Stranding, mm-hmm. and as yep. Yep. as Tristan says in his review, and I totally agree with him on this, it's complicated, there, yeah. like there's no easy answer to what Death Stranding is from minute one to minute, you know, a hundred.
2: <laughs> Which makes it really hard when people say, hey, am I going to like this game? You're like, I don't, uh,
3: well, what do you tell like? me? What, yeah, tell
2: me yeah. about yourself. Yeah, yeah
3: like <laughs> as, as taken as the like the the hobby that one of your friends took on after a very violently public breakup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a fascinating piece of art. As taken as a video game that we file next to all the other video games on the shelf, mm-hmm. which is how shelves work um this is a much more complicated piece of art, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's hard to get into, obviously, without spoiling too much, we will stay away from major story spoilers, but we will talk a little bit about what those opening chapters do involve, gameplay-wise and story-wise to a certain extent, because both aspects really matter to this game. Yeah. Um, But I think, as Tristan does in his review, one of the things to address is, what is Death Stranding? (laughs) And now we have a sense of that. And so in those opening hours, you are playing as Norman Reedus's Sam Porter Bridges. Mm -hmm. You are sent out on your quest to reconnect America. Um, by going to many various different points along the map, reconnecting different people who have different viewpoints about whether or not they want to be connected. And you do that by walking. Walking. You walk there. And you're carrying packages. You're a mailman. It is is, is a postman. It is the
1: Kevin Costner movie, The Postman. Yeah. Or a guy who is reconnecting a shattered country by delivering mail. Yeah. Yeah. I,
3: I would say that walking... Or walking simulator is a. And we've said this for a long time. A very reductive way to look at this game. Hiking is more hiking simulator. The thing is, I think like, a, a lot more where we should be going with this.
2: Walking simulator is such a weird term to apply to this game because yeah. when you think walking simulator, you think like uh, what remains of Edith Finch or Gone Home or yeah. stuff and like you, that, you and never, like
3: you never fall going up the steps in Gone.
2: Right, right, right? and it's like, like those Gone games are back. Those games are like you're walking through a story. That's not what Death Stranding is. There is gameplay in the moment-to-moment of walking from one thing to another. It's not literally just walking. Yeah, it, yeah. It, It's it a makes, hiking simulator. Well, it
0: makes <laughs> that walking and that hiking l- intentionally laborious. Yeah.
2: Sometimes ghosts show up.
0: Also sometimes ghosts yeah. show up, yeah. Um, well, so I do want to talk about, Let's. there's a lot to parse in this, even in those first few hours. So let's talk about, first, the actual act of getting... Sam Porter bridges from one place to the next sure In the beginning of that game that is largely done on foot obviously yep. we've seen vehicles introduced yep. um, and trailers and everything That's they tease you with food. a
2: vehicle right at the start they're yes. like hey here's a motorcycle but
0: you can't ride it
2: cannot so ride
0: it. walking and I think this is a, a bit of a make or break moment for a lot of people with this game In those beginning sections, because most of your missions are, hey, carry some of this material or this equipment or this whatever to this other point, and then you plot your point, and then you you go. Yeah. How did you all feel about those first few missions where you were trying to figure out, one, how to make sure Sam doesn't fall over and your pack doesn't (laughs) fall? But what did you all make of those, like, first few introductory missions?
2: I. I yeah the so like they're very early pretty much the first thing you do is you're carrying something that's too heavy for you. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a big long trek of of him constantly kind of but I feel like that's I feel like that's kind of put there to make the rest of it seem not so bad cuz once you're done with that then it's like here here's a couple boxes and you're like oh okay this isn't too bad. I I really liked the opening and I was like I don't mind this whole like walking thing we're doing and and then it was it was one of those things where it was like okay now i'm sick of this walking thing and then they were like here's an upgrade to make it a little bit better and that, and that's what that's kind of what the first like i don't know i'd say 5 hours are is like i'm sick of how this is and they're like okay
1: here's a way to make it not so bad i would say the pacing is like people you know have and will complain about the pacing mm-hmm. the same way that mm-hmm. they complain about it in the phantom pain sure. i would say it's very similar and then it's like you, it, like that was the last one was the one where you had to learn how to walk before you could literally run. Right. And this time around, it's kind of like, well, let's just get you walking. Let's yeah. Get you walking yeah. up hills. They get you out there. You're gonna beat a lot of that. And then you get like, I don't know. You you do you do upgrade your your things and you do start mm-hmm. getting, you know, little tidbits kind of sprinkled out there. But and yeah, So you
3: in terms of like very traditional metal Metal Gear parallels, especially for, with Phantom Pain, I don't think there's a ton of them here, but I do think the pacing is definitely on par for the course for mm-hmm. sort of. Tra- traditional kajima fair where you're like uh, getting your bearings, at, but there's also like this tendency to make it feel sort of like an abusive relationship where you're <laughs> like, I hate this. And they're like, well, we made it a little bit better for you. Yeah. Or that, like,
2: that's what I was going to say. As I was texting. Baby, um, why are you
3: crying? And you're like, this sucks. Yeah. And they are like, well, this makes things a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Like, There's a lot of that in the first few hours. And I, I think yeah. like, it's been weird talking to people in the office. Um, and again, like, like interesting art, like it's all over the place. Some people are like, I love the first ten hours. You know, mm-hmm. Jonathan, you were like yeah, pretty we, strong on it. We've
0: talked about this a lot, and I will I will say one thing about the pacing. So I've never played a Kojima game in any demonstrable way. I've played maybe like two or three hours of the first Metal Gear solid, and that's it. Um, except for PT. I the the pacing is weird in the beginning of this game because it is so much more cutscene heavy at the beginning. Yeah. But in terms of like yeah. when when you're getting used to the gameplay it, it never bothered me, like the the baby crying. That's something you've brought up, and a few other people in the office have brought up. I can barely remember the baby crying. <laughs> like that hmm. to me has never been an issue to my gameplay habit. You're
1: a better parent than Brian. Definitely true. Does have a child.
0: Whether or not Death Stranding may <laughs> be a better parent. We'll say, yeah, sure. We'll see what happens. Let's <laughs> we'll yeah. see yeah. how much it cries yeah. then, Dorma. <laughs> I, I mean, look, I take care of a dog, and it's basically the same it's thing. Basically, it's basically, basically the same. Yeah. Um, but no, I think.
2: For gecko. Me
0: the, the, the beginning few hours, to me, I didn't know what to go in expecting for this game. And so in the first few hours, were like, just make sure you can get over that hill. Right. The first couple mm-hmm. times Sam fell, I was like, why? Why is he falling like this? Like, why yeah. is that? And then something just clicked in my brain where I went, oh, that's the gameplay right now. The gameplay mm-hmm. is this journey getting from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, just that thought that I had then made it go, okay, I'm just going to sit back and try to find the smoothest path
3: forward. That's a really good point. And honestly, it's something that we should like totally stress right now. Yeah. Uh, most open world games are essentially about getting to a conflict and mm-hmm. finding resolution for it. Whereas here in this game, the conflict is the journey to whatever the resolution yeah. is. Yeah. Um, You're almost constantly in the first 10 hours babysitting the trigger buttons and your own body weight. And I've seen some people respond to our uh, footage in our video review of like, oh, just wear less boxes like just carry less <laughs> like it's so easy yeah but it, it, yeah exactly and the thing is like the game actually mandates through its mission oh, yeah. structure many many times throughout its entire duration to wear to carry as much as possible right And yeah
2: and someone just asked me can you make two trips and i'm like well i, I wouldn't want to do that because a trip can take like 20 minutes sometimes yeah but then i was like no because if they require their whole delivery they're not going to be on the network can, so no, there's
1: can, is it will they have a locker there you can do partial deliveries Oh, you well, can. It, yeah. some yeah. Missions have yeah. like but, but, but that's, you, you think we we're, were so we're so ingrained to take like I've said this a few times but it's like it's like when you're unloading groceries from the car yeah, yeah i yeah. don't want to make two trips yeah. i've been training bring, for this game and, my whole life yeah <laughs> you you know you then you death stranding all of the milk and eggs up the stairs and get yep. in the house and then yep. you dump them all in the kitchen counter and it's a big whole theatrical thing and you could have made two trips yeah. but well, you don't do that th- i mean no. that's the
0: interesting thing to me about this game is i think it very intentionally is pushing back against what we're used to doing in a game right and whether or not you find that fun i think is the like breaking point a lot of us have and how we're feeling differently about it
3: yeah no I, it, I i'm I it's moved, very intentional i moved with a newborn two uh, separate apartments in january and like i was not expecting to revisit Have to do that in a game like a, lot of, a <laughs> lot of like the the positives and negatives of, of that experience in the video game but then again here we are but I, I, again i i really do want to stress that like that is actually a lot of the bulk of this game yeah and i yeah. I, I don't think that that's inherently a terrible tragic thing like i i do think there Is some sort of like cathartic, rewarding feeling that comes with uh, getting that done. Like delivering something and having somebody on the receiving end of that delivery be happy and also uh, completely disillusioned to the entire process and hell that you went through to get there (laughs) Mm -hmm. is is sort of like interestingly, wonderfully cathartic. I I found that kind of like. You stole I, I exactly
0: what I was going to say. Like yeah. what's, what's worked for me in this game and why I keep coming back every day to keep playing for hours every night is that loop in yeah. a cathartic way. Like yeah. it is this, it's a calm meditative game, which I don't think, I don't know if a lot of us were expecting that. No, it is it, it is it,
1: Zen it, and the art of motorcycle maintenance. Yes, yeah. Literally. I, it is. It is both of those things. Yes, yeah.
0: no, absolutely. And it is this wonderful process for me where every night I go and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to get from here to there but I'll stop at all these places along the way and bring them what I can and find the best route available to make multiple deliveries. Yeah, because
2: you find, like, cargo kind of just, like, thrown you about find and you're things like, scattered. hey, I'm headed that way. I'll grab yeah. that. And, and Put it a, on there. <laughs> and the,
0: the rewarding nature of getting to someone and they say, great job. I needed this so much.
3: And yeah, then they, they give, give you likes. Positive. Yeah. It's,
0: all, yeah. it's all based on a positive feedback loop. It, it works in my brain really well.
1: Yeah, and there, I, there are it's, no downvotes in this it's Yes, yeah. It's dystopian Animal Crossing, but I think yeah. the thing is that, like... I was going to say open-world Tetris. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that too. Um,
3: but I, I, I do think that, like, uh, calling it simply this sort of, like, sublime catharsis is sort of undermining the frustrating parts a lot. Sure. Because mm-hmm. I, I do think it pushes back a lot more than the average, like sort of meandering, therapeutic, like, mm. incense candle wood. For sure. Like, the idea of something that's just sort of there to exist, to be like, relax and just bring people things and make the world a better place. That's not entirely the case here. There's a yep. lot of falling, a lot of screaming. Babies crying is antithetical to, I think, sleep, like, literally mm-hmm. by design. <laughs> um, like, there's a lot here that makes you go, oh, shit. Like this. I,
0: I, I think for me, the, the, the difference there, though, is that I find that's, those moments fun. Mm. Like There is a, an enjoyment that I derive from getting to a point on a cliff or a turn on a hill and being like, oh no, how do I figure this out? Like right. there, There's something that there, even if Sam stumbles, getting back up and being like, oh, I could have gone that way. I'll go back that time. Yep. Th- also, that's what works for me. It
1: gamifies your own stubbornness. Yeah. yeah. Like, one of the biggest, like one of the biggest hurdles in this game is how you approach it. And I, I think that I, uh, I was surprised at how easy it was for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of things I was expecting, I don't know, combat. And I was expecting it, like, to, to, to kill me more, I guess. Because mm-hmm. it's got death in the title. But it, yeah. that wasn't so much the issue. It was more like, how are you going to walk up this hill? And I'd be like, I would catch myself being like, I'm going to go up this hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's falling down mm-hmm. repeatedly and being like, OK, this hill is not working. I guess I'll, I guess I'm taking the scenic route. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I
3: mean, if you look at something like Red Dead, which killed you every time you like went diagonal from like the main path in the story, mm-hmm. in a story um, this is very different than that. Like, yep. this is not a game that murders you constantly and punishes you. This is a game that tells you like it, it almost like like evokes and pushes towards toxic masculinity and then <laughs> tells you that you're an idiot for for mm-hmm. succumbing to that. Like, it's a lot of, like... Sp- you know, big brash sports dads being I like, "No,
1: I'm not stopping and oh. asking for directions. <laughs> I'll do it myself. I'm and not going
3: around this every- mountain. I'm going yeah. over it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 like, how many boxes can you lift up the stairs mm-hmm. while being a big dumb man and then dropping yeah. three or four of them, breaking a bunch of plates?
2: I was gonna say, like, one of the biggest differences is in like Red Dead. You you say, "Okay, I'm here and I want to go here." You put your you put your marker there, and then the game literally says, "Cool, take these roads." follow yeah. this path. Yeah. This is the safest way to get there where Stranding doesn't do anything like that. You make a marker and and it's up to you to tilt the map and stuff like that and kind of see, okay, I'm going to go here and then you make another marker and you're like I'm going to go around this and I'm going to go you plot paths. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's not always the best and you want to follow that line that you've made for yourself yep. and you're like okay, the map was
1: wrong. <laughs> yeah. There's a cliff there. Yeah. I love how like the you know the the fastest point between Two points is a straight line yes. in theory, but you know when it's terrain, not so much. And like mm-hmm. we're so mm-hmm. used to games either making it so you just draw a straight line and you walk towards that thing and you Skyrim yep. your dumb horse up the side of a hill. yeah. Or it's Red Dead and it's like, here's the map quest route. You know, turn, exactly. Turn left in yeah. 500. Take and a left. And <laughs> Breath of Red. the Wild did that really well too,
3: right? Yeah. Where you would draw a straight line you'd get there and you'd be like, Oh, crap. Yeah. Like, I'm yep, too tired yep. to climb this mountain.
1: Yeah. You know? yeah. Have you tried having stew, though? Because that'll really perk you up. Um, but no, like, in this case, What about it's, Monster Energy? Yeah. Monster Energy, again, weird addition, but yep. okay. Um, one of the few things to survive the Death Stranding. It sure yeah, did. Uh, but, like, the thing the game doesn't tell you is, like, oh, yeah, topography is a major part of this. And yeah. you also have to learn the terrain. And, like, you have to... There is a way to tilt the controller to see the map sideways. And you'll be like, this looks like an easy enough route. You're like just gonna go like this and then you tilt it you're like oh that's no that's a wall Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to go much more around the way here you know yeah
2: Yeah. never in a game have i been more terrified like at the beginning like like coming up over a hill and seeing like a somewhat steep kind of rocky and i'm like oh boy here we go. How's he gonna walk? Gra- down grab the, yeah. the triggers, and you're like taking it easy. <laughs> See, I, I
3: actually, and this is weird because uh, this game is rooted in the Decima engine, which is you yeah. know the the darling of Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. which is a masterfully built, gorgeous, diverse open world game where climbing up mountains sucks. Yeah. Like climbing ha- is bad in yeah, that yeah, game. Climbing is yeah. bad in that game, and it was funny because we all played that game within a two week window of something like Breath of the Wild, where uh, Climbing was, you know, uh, paramount to Mm -hmm. uh, conquering the universe there. But Death Stranding grabs a lot of the weirdest and worst and most broken elements, I would say, of something like Horizon, where you're just sort of like shimmying up a mountain face or falling down a rock. It's called Skyrimming. Yeah, (laughs) Skyrimming It's a good way of putting it. And a lot of that is sort of weaponized in this game to be part of the parkour. And I kind of hate that and appreciate that. This is an incredibly polished game that also feels ridiculously broken and janky at times. As you're sort of shimmying down a mountain or falling or like uh, holding both triggers at the same time, the full-on s- uh, speed run. And sometimes, just like real life, running down a mountain will make you look like an amazing man. And other times, you'll fall flat in your face. Mm-hmm. You'll also mm-hmm. like trip over like a very rudimentary sort of architecture in the ground like a rock. Uh, yeah,
2: it'll come out of nowhere. You're just like, dude, dude. and he's like, oh, yeah. and you're like, no, what are you doing?
3: You're like, what did you do? And then within, th- within that comes the sort of realization that, like, if you land on your chest, your baby mm-hmm. starts screaming, gets full of black ink or whatever all that's called. And then it turns into this whole big thing. And then you're now like cleaning up the parts of a filled or almost filled uh, mission delivery.
1: Like, this is my fault. Yeah. And yeah, so this, this I, game sucks to rush. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I rushed this game and I think I had a worse experience because of it. Yeah, we've uh, talked about that a yeah. bit.
0: I, I've been taking it a little slow after I realized I was so far behind everyone who was finishing. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to completely yeah. not care about the pace I'm going and just do what
2: it yeah, takes time to bring doing. ladders, climbing yeah. gears, build bridges, roads, w- and you'll is, have a better time.
0: Whether it ends up being a game for you or not, I do think taking the slow time with it. Uh, yeah. And I do want to clarify that is not a thing that Tristan did not rush through this game. No, he played no, no, it no. extensively. He took mm-hmm. his time. He mm-hmm. really went through this and his review I think shows what that time he put into it like what it meant for yeah. him
3: no we, we were like genuinely given ample time to absolutely mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. experience this game and i, I appreciate it for that because yeah. I, I got to put like 25 30 hours in before i was like okay i'm not necessarily sure if i want to keep going yeah um but i i do think that like a lot of this we're we're all to, honestly we're talking about the parts of this game that are we've discovered over the last three weeks like the parts mm-hmm. of this game that have been quantifiably known over the last three years have been a lot more story-based and narrative and cinematic-driven, and yep. that stuff is all there. And I feel like that stuff is like kind of not really as big as we th-
1: we thought it would be. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I've fool me once, you know. Shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Whatever, Kojima. He did, his, he did his usual thing where I feel like there's a lot of stuff he's shown since day one where you're like, yeah, I wish I'd watched less trailers, you know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I feel sure. like yeah. I saw yeah. a glimpse of the, amazingly, the I'd seen a good deal of this game by the time the final trailer came out and I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm really glad I'd seen a good deal of this game because that sh- also showed a good deal of the game. Um, <laughs> and some people don't mind that but I'm very much in the sense where like if I haven't seen something before and then I see it, in uh, promotional material, that kind of spoils something for me. Sure. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel like I, we're,
3: yeah. we're all tap dancing around like spoiler stuff right now, which is important for our audience. But at the same time, the auteur and marketing departments behind this game have been frivolously machine gunning spoiler stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's been very difficult to sort of parse uh, what we can talk about, what they've shown already. I mean, they've straight up shown very late, late gamey stuff and uh don't
1: don't read the esrb rating by the way no yeah. don't read that just don't yeah don't i mean don't watch this is so and, like <laughs> don't, is, and, we can't say no. like, don't we can't say yeah. what
0: trailer not to watch yeah. because, which is strange but let's go to something we can talk about that we have been avoiding a little bit and max you touched on briefly the and Mark, you said a little bit of this, too, but, like, the terror in the game. Like, let's shift to the BTs a bit because we can talk mm, about some of those experiences. Ghosty boys. Ghost boys, yes, which we have, have been a large part of the marketing it's since the beginning time, of the oh, it's not Nickelodeon um, you yeah, it's all good. you're sitting <laughs> between <men. laughs> I know I'm, I'm used to
1: it it's, um, he's good at this though I, you can't not call the week. muddy buddies no, that's you, what they are uh, so
0: the, the MBs, as they're now known on Podcast Beyond you do run into pretty early in the game for the first time and yeah. I will say it was like a genuinely frightening experience for me um, because you you're not sure how they're going to react to you
2: yeah, they've um, shown a bit like you a on how bit they work. Yeah, uh, I found myself slightly confused at first. I was like, "Wait, what? How do I get past these?" Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Certain things that I thought should have been happening weren't happening. Like, I was like, "Okay, I've seen in trailers that you know he scans and 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 they're around you. Why isn't that working for me?" And it, and it kind of once I learned it though, then I was like, "Okay, this is fine." For the most part, I actually kind of found it like, I was like, you guys are in my way. Unless it was a mission that specifically had you, like you'll get a mission where it's like, hey, here's this like, here's this like mall or whatever. And, and there's some BTs there and I need you to collect my scattered cargo. So
1: then the point at that point is to go there What? I just like, I love like the logic of this. It's like, hey, I, uh, I lost something, but it's in a haunted house. <laughs> Can you go get it for me? <laughs> Mr.
2: Mailman, Mr. Yeah. Sensing Beat, and so it's like that. That's when it's like a video game, right? That's when it's like okay. The point of this is to sneak around this like you know kind of ruins and and avoid these uh, ghosty boys. All that, yeah, exactly. Brandon Terrells, and uh, but when I'm when I was like okay. I I want to just do this quick side delivery, and I'm like I'm going, and then it's like it, the game does this thing where it's like even if you're on a motorcycle, and it's like man, and then it's like, and it's like your hood goes on, and I'm like, and then every time, then it's like. Zooms in on your scanner and it comes up and it's like, Wah, and you're just like, oh.
0: I, I will say that yep. the repetitiveness of <laughs> Get that here. combination has driven me nuts. Like, there me are too. a lot of things yeah. I really, really love about this game. The fact that that has to happen. The first time, and then the fiftieth time, mm-hmm. and that yeah. they keep, like yeah. there's no, got to be an easier way to yeah. get you. Yeah. In, After the, I, the I, first
3: hundredth time, tedium is a running theme in this game. Yeah. Uh, to the point where it's like when you're covered in mud and dirt and blood yeah. and all this other gunk, uh, you go take a shower, and there's four cutscenes you have to skip. Like there's a lot of that, like very sort of like. But you can't skip
2: them. That's the problem. You can't. No, can but you can't, and here's why. You can skip a shower cutscene. You can, but you shouldn't, and the game teaches you very early that you shouldn't because they add cutscenes to these oh, yeah. menial things. Yeah. So then it became this thing where I watched Sam take a shower and fifty times because I was terrified about skipping any of those cutscenes and because I wanted to.
3: Of course. That's okay. But
2: anyways, I was terrified of skipping <laughs> those cutscenes because you just never know when Something something's happened. gonna add on yeah. to it. So then I just so, I, I have footage of me watching him shower fifty times.
3: That's okay. That's right. I yeah. never
2: skipped anything. Start, and a,
3: start a start a channel.
2: It's Do you know how I'm, rare I think it is. I'm just for, gonna make an hour long compilation. Yeah. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> Put
1: that up. Mm-hmm. Do it.
0: <laughs> Netflix does that for every Sam show. We showering. should do that for every game. Sam. <laughs> nine
1: hours Sam We should that in for every major hours.
0: game, whatever the most like, soothing, repetitive thing is, we should just make an hour. No, so that, um. that became
3: a running thing with a lot of stuff where it's yeah. like you, uh, you are conditioned to go through the same rudimentary processes over and over to the point where... The cutscenes accompanied with those things become mundane mm-hmm, and you start mm-hmm. skipping them. And then you get to important stuff and you think it's just part of the grind. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the video for when you put a package on the conveyor belt and it goes down the thing and then it comes, this comes back. And you start skipping those things. Yeah. Uh, and then you get into the stuff that actually matters and you start like sort of. I, I, intrinsically hitting the button to Look, skip. I'm so used too. to skipping every time the game You're, takes
1: control. Yeah, do you know how hypothetical to the storytelling? You know how rare it is for me to play a game where, at the end of the day, it says like how many times you died, and that's like less than the number of cutscenes I skipped. Yeah, <laughs> like I skipped a lot of cuts, not not like story stuff, but like again delivering packages getting in and out of the car like taking a shower going pee like there's all these things that i'm like i yes that's a thing you go pee or poop or shower there's a lot of bodily function in this and it's very well like it's incredibly well realized they Mm mo-capped norman Reedus pretending to drop a deuce and yeah they did i don't need to see that every time yeah i don't you know there's a
0: weird disconnect for me where like the tedium or the repetitiveness, I will say, because tedium implies bad, the repetitiveness of the, like, gameplay loop I enjoy, like, that is a repetitiveness that works for me. But, yeah, there are odd accents to that, and the repetitiveness of the way Mm -hmm. this game accentuates its gameplay bothers me. When Mm -hmm. it comes to the cutscene repetitiveness, some of the... Back and forth with characters. Like, it bums me out that when you deliver packages, there's maybe two variations of what those characters say. Because I could yeah. return packages to a character 50 times. Yeah, this reeks, and of, they will say two mm-hmm. this
3: reeks of a product that needed, like, somebody to really come in and be like, okay, so much of this works and so much of this doesn't. Let's, like, sort of jam together the good stuff and the bad stuff here and make something interesting. Well, I mean, And also cut the fat.
1: It's got, like I hate to say this, it's got a lot of baggage. Yeah. Like, literally. But also, it's got the trappings of almost PT and the leftover bits from Metal Gear Solid. Yep. But it's not those games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, this is, if you took out the the dramatic sort of, you know, BT entrance cutscenes and just made them like a sort of passive thing that you had to deal with, that would be a better game. Like mm-hmm. the fact that every yeah. time you come near your ghost, it goes, and then you're like, oh, I guess it's ghost avoiding time. Or I just gun it and go past it, which is what I ended up doing. Yeah. Sometimes
0: in that moment, you can spend less time getting through a BT section than you can waiting to get into the BT section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's It's the, very weird. I, in some the
3: thing time. of uh, having such a minimalist and sparse game in terms of conflict, uh, in terms of action, is fine. Mm-hmm. But to 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 take those things and f- throw so much like sort of weight and gravity onto them that they are supposed to feel significant, and important, but they don't, is is not. And so I got to a point where like BTs would show up and I'd be like, Sigh. it was mm-hmm. mostly just like an annoyance, you know, yep. it, it, it it's like not even like a flat tire when you're driving. It's just kind of just like this thing where you're like, Sigh. it was like getting a text from somebody yep. like mm-hmm. when you're in a good mood. Well, Um, and then
2: what I kept doing was, is if I was annoyed by him, I would just kind of try to rush through it. Me too. I'm like, let's just get through this. Yeah. Then you get caught. Yeah. Then you get pulled under. Yeah. And then you got to fight the catcher. Yeah. And like, those are the times where like my wife would be like, uh, and I'd just be like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. You know? And it's like, it reminds me of like Red Dead when it's like, I'm trying to get something done and I kind of stumble off a cliff and my horse breaks his leg and I'm like, Dude,
3: and it's just pushing back. I and it's not fun. And I'm just like, and I'm trying fun. to get
2: through this. So instead of fighting him, I'm just like trying to get to the edge to get him to go away. And I'm yeah, just yeah. like, this, I was, this is I was the fighting. first time in this
3: whole show I, I brought up the word fun, right? Because I don't yeah. think it's like something that really works. Can art be fun? Yeah, right. should it? <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't want to like chastise something for not being. fun. Fun, mm-hmm. but I do think that there is the opposite of that. Like, I don't think all art needs to be fun. I don't think all video games need to be fun. I think they can they can be interesting and 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 live off of that and thrive. But I do think that like pushing back so hard is antithetical to the entire ideology of uh, Kojima as a sort of cinematic auteur. Mm-hmm. Like movies exist and they happen, and video games kick your ass and push you away. And I'm not asking for a baby mode because I honestly think this is a pretty mm-hmm. Damn easy game. Well, there is the cinematic cinematic mode. Yeah, which there actually, actually is, is a baby mode. A it doesn't actually change a lot mm-hmm. in terms of like the most cumbersome parts of this game. I wonder what it does. I didn't think about I that. What it is yet. changing the difficulty? It in, makes it combat just in, just make combat the, harder. The confines of conflict, which happens, like we said, very rarely. Uh, a lot easier, but in terms of like the balancing act of like sh- you know right, shuffling the right. pill or like the BTs popping out and sealing your packages it changes nothing in regards to that. So, yeah, because the the hardest parts of the game are sometimes it's really it's just not walking. Like, <laughs> it's not a mode for people who love Hannibal and uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. And no, it's Owl also Boy. like
1: cinema is a thing that's generally a movie is you know usually under three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game is not under three hours. No. There's no. no way you. Nope. you digest that story in under three hours, even on, mm. even on the easiest mode. Yep. Those it's first three the, chapters are not yeah, three hours. Yeah, yeah. Nope, <laughs> uh, it's, they aren't. It's a, it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Metal Gear Solid Five might be my favorite game ever. I've gone back and forth about that a whole lot. I recognize all of the things people don't like about it. I maintain that it is an unfinished masterpiece when people say I never finished that I said that's okay neither did Kojima <laughs> there's a lot of things wrong with that game that I'm like man it would have been cool if he'd gotten you know carte blanche to do what he wanted this kind of feels like he was rebuilding that from the ground up but it, it, that game has a lot more stuff in it like there's a lot more things in there and it was also refining a formula that he invented like 32 years prior. This is a definitely
0: a much more sparse experience yeah. in a lot of ways, and I do. but I do want to talk about something that we haven't touched on yet that can add to it in a very different way, and it's something that I don't know if we can talk about fully until this game is out for a few months, and that's the social aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Um, so the whole game... In world, and then with the multiplayer online aspect, has a like currency. One of the things that survived the Death Stranding is the fact that you can give people a thumbs up, and they have likes that they can spend. You as Sam can spend those likes on other people's structures, which sometimes are made by characters in the game, and sometimes are made by random players online. Or you can use those like you accrue those likes to get certain star ratings and whatnot.
1: Um, it's I mean, it's like the, it's the stuff you see in in the Souls games. Except instead of it being like, you know, the bloodborne fetus is coming out of the ground to tell you the important message of somersaults up ahead or bird bad or whatever, <laughs> it's actually a thing you can
0: use. Yeah. yeah. And you have the ability with resources that you collect in the game to build some of these structures, and new structures get introduced as the game goes on. Some of the yeah. earliest ones are post boxes, which you can put into the world that let you or other players store their contents in there, both in your own locker and a shared locker with other players. Um,
3: generators. Generators yeah, to help yeah.
0: power your battery. But then which, even stuff which for like- me
3: was, like, where the game started to click, was, mm-hmm. like, I'm driving around in a truck or a motorcycle where the batteries would constantly die. Because there is that survival element to this game, which is, like, pretty malnourished if you actually think of the grand scheme of things. Like, it's not really about, like... Um, this character has to do this or he'll die or this character. Your character doesn't really die from, like, not having enough nutrients or this and that, right? Yeah. It doesn't happen a lot. That said, um, your vehicles will. And vehicles are a great way to get around in the world, especially when you're, like...
2: Your shoes will break.
3: (laughs) Your shoes will get very tired and sad or whatever it is, wet. Um, But, like inching along and building generators and and finding them in the wild and find getting into a, a body of water and like clenching your fists and getting across it only to find that like right down the sh- the stream is like a bridge and crossing that that a player left there that's when things really start to get like pretty interesting mm-hmm. and that's a tough balance cuz i could see that either getting in a in a in a way where you're like that saved me or that sort of relieving all of the I would say sort of Metroidy isolation. Mm-hmm. That the game sort of thrives on.
1: No, it's like Journey. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's that feeling of like, oh, strangers are helping me. Right. Yeah,
3: I yeah. kind of felt like that too.
2: I, I was like, oh, I need to get over this like thing. And there, somebody had already built uh, a bridge there. I don't know who the god lore is. Right. But man, you may, you probably took <laughs> no,
1: that guy's great. I 10, to, 15 uh, hours
2: off this game for me. Also, <laughs> a
1: shout out to, uh, was it Yongye? Oh, a YouTuber, yeah. YouTuber? Yeah. Who is a hardcore Metal Gear YouTuber. Met this dude at a mm. Metal Gear Survive. Sorry, I don't mean to bring that up. But <laughs> nice dude. And it was really funny to be like, oh,
0: there's they your, helped there, out so much. There were your, definitely people
2: I saw along the entire journey, and then, and so then it became this thing where at first I was like, "Well, I would have liked to build that bridge. Like, what am I? What am I losing from that?" And then I was like, "Should I just play this offline? Like, so that way I'm not being interrupted?" And then you find out very, you like that that stuff is there to just kind of help the mundaneness of because if you didn't use it, then yeah, you this game would be much longer but then it became yeah this thing that's like oh we're all in this together and like you'd see people like the god lord i'm like i feel like i feel like he was there every step of the way that i was because i felt like he was like right in front of me the whole time and it'd be like all right drop off this cargo and then it's like you walk outside and there's a motorcycle there from the god lord and you're like
3: right mm-hmm. thanks I'm, man i'm yeah. torn it's awesome that, i i think it's a, i think it's a great system i also think i don't think it's a new genre uh that's Animal Crossing. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But I I also think that that (laughs) also kind of removes some of the sort of, like, fear and accomplishment that comes with traversal and hiking and exploration. Uh, It's a tough balance for Mm -hmm. sure. Like, I I don't want to see this game reach a point where it's like, you load it up for the first time and somebody like Johnny just bought it from GameStop, brings it home, and all of a sudden there's like every river has ten thousand bridges and ladders and all this well, stuff. Well, well, like, it won't until you gain
0: access to equipment. Yeah, you
2: you don't see it stuff it. unless you have it, unless you can yeah, build yeah, yeah. it. You don't see it, and timefall washes it all away. Yeah, if you build a bridge or you put a ladder or whatever, you will eventually get notifications that says right. your stuff is gone because timefall. Right, and so it's like it's kind of weird that like, it exactly like is it eventually going to be the thing where it's like. I'm just gonna. I'm never. I'm never gonna have to do anything. There's roads everywhere, and it's like no, because the game will eventually just kind of like wash itself clean for new yeah. people. You know, yeah. we
1: don't know what this game looks like when everyone's playing it. Sure. Yeah, this, this gonna is gonna. I am. It's a small sample size. Right? Dying to jump into this world when the game is out. Me right? too. Yeah. Like, I think that I kind of got the weird short end of the stick by playing it early, which is incredibly exciting, but also sure. being like, sure. oh, it's a. It's much like the setting. It is a barren wasteland. It is yeah. not. It is unforged territory. There have not mm-hmm. been trails blazed here.
2: When you feel like everyone who's like, it's like a reviewer, you know, they work for media. They're all doing the same thing I'm doing, which is like rushing through it, where it's like somebody's somebody, you know, a year from now is going to spend the time being like, I'm going to make capital not, I'm going to connect it to the way station and, and this is they're going to spend hours just like making these perfect paths. And yeah.
0: that won't appear – all of that stuff won't appear in one person's game versus another. It will be right. variable like, depending on like how the instance. game works. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. interesting there and like I've had moments where there was a generator right there and I needed a recharge on my bike and it just – it literally was 10 feet away from that generator. Oh, no. And I just could not get there but like luckily I was able to make another. But right. you, you run into those moments where it is – there is no, like, perfect place always to build a thing. There are usually very great places. but I
2: always build I always build stuff where I'm like, like that. I really need a generator right here. Yeah. Other people probably do, too. Exactly. And then all yeah. of a sudden I would see, like, likes coming they're, out of nowhere. And I'm yeah. like, they're like, we really like the generator you put here in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. if I'm there... There's a good chance other people are going to need to go there. That is the
0: thing about that system that I like the most is how positive it is. Like, it is an optimistic, positive system, even if it is based around a social media idea, where social media can also be awful.
1: This is is the most optimistic, post-apocalyptic game we've seen. Yeah. Like, there's so many games that are like, what will you do in this wasteland where there are no rules and there are zombies and big bugs and, oh, no, what will happen? But it's like, in this case, it's like, no, you're going to try to reconnect things and build stuff. Like, this is rebuilding stuff, which is also like a wonderful allegory for... Kojima starting a new studio. Yep. This is starting fresh. If you want to dig
3: into it, I I think uh, on the flip side, there's something sort of inherently toxic and perverse and gross about taking this gorgeously drab, minimalist, untouched landscape and covering it with... Robotic bullshit. <laughs> oh, it, it's weird. You know, like, it, yeah, something yeah. interesting. There's a conversation there too, right? Like taking a beautiful river and and putting
1: idiot robot bridges no, all a, over it that are, have Facebook thumbs up. All it's over a, it. terraforming. it's yeah. Yeah. a terraforming inherently gross. You are terraforming America. Yeah. yeah, but also the 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 my favorite irony is this is a this is a game about reconnecting with people and learning how to you know bridge bridge differences and gaps. And we are still on Twitter arguing about review scores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. Whoosh! Yeah. Um, yeah, big whoosh. Uh, no, th- I, I, I really, I really do like this game. I'm torn about it. I think it, it really feels like the most, like, just manically ambitious thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it is probably the most surreal AAA game since the last Mario game. Like, it's very strange. Yeah, it's, it comes out so hard.
0: Uh, well and sorry, what were you gonna say?
1: I mean, I, it, it's. <laughs> it's not metal gear yeah. At all. yeah you know like that was a series that i was attached to and i had a lot of like a lot of investment in those characters in spite of when they, it was often nonsense mm-hmm. and you know it would you want to you want to see what happens to snake you want to find out what's going on with big boss like what is that is that psycho mantis's uncle who knows and this this time it's like a brand new cast of characters who are kind of like sort of placeholders for Some of those roles, but at the same time, they're all brand new characters and they all come out just chewing scenery and acting their asses off. Mm -hmm. But I don't have any reason to like them yet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the first Metal Gear is a very small game and it builds up gradually from that. So for this game to drop, there'd be this massive, huge, epic, sprawling experience that has all these characters with all this stuff to say. But, like, it's kind of like a sort of a weird first impression.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's. It is a game like filled with internal conflicts in the way it's designed, in the way it presents itself, in the good and the bad of it. And I think that's why, for me, Tristan's review, even if I disagree with some of his feelings on it, I think why he's able to nail so much of how complex this game is. Like We often want to put games into a, it is a good game, it is a bad game right. slot. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a game that is, if you want to do that, it's extremely reductive. Um, And there's so many bits of minutia that you can say that works, that doesn't work, that does, that really, really doesn't. And I love that that conversation is happening. And like Max, you said, I can't wait for more people to actually play this Mm -hmm. because it will affect how Mm -hmm. the game is. It will affect how we might be able to experience this game. And I'm fascinated to see that. It's like this.
2: Oh, sorry. No, go go for it. I I was just going to say like to to go off that is like this is definitely one of those games where it's just like people are, you know, people here have asked me. This game's just a little bit of backstory for when we first got the game. I was on a work trip, and my plan was to come home and then work from home the rest of the week just playing the game. So what was weird was I was gone, and and you all started playing, you know, that day. Like we we had like a Slack channel for this, and I was like, ooh, this is a little like not spoilery, but you know, I I kind of didn't want to see anything. So I was instantly behind because I didn't get to play it for the first two days, and then I just like. Brewed some coffee and played the game for five days straight. And uh, my wife came home, who also works here, right? Who also works here? And she's like, "Hey, so do you like it?" And I was like, "I think so. I'm pretty sure I do. Whatever." And I was like, "Why? What are What are people in the office saying?" And she's like, "Well, this person didn't super like it, and this, but it, but it became this thing where it's like." People are gonna ask, like, is Death Stranding good or bad? And Leaf Johnson on Twitter said, It's Death Stranding. You know what I mean? Like, is it good or bad? I don't know. It's art, man. But but are you gonna like it? That's that's different. And that's why I said, like, if you come up to me and you say, Do you you know, am I gonna like Death Stranding? I'm gonna to have to do, what kind of games do you like? Because I don't think it's bad, but maybe it's not a masterpiece either. But your idea of whether you like it or not is is really going to be dependent on on what you find enjoyable in a video game
3: absolutely the the way i've been sort of trying to distill this for the sort of hardcore playstation fan or even casual one is that uh god of war spider-man these are Mm -hmm. games i can recommend to any gamer on Earth. yeah bloodborne less so like i think everyone should like stick a toe in that in that pond and die and get it cut off but it's easy you get
2: to say do you like hard games yeah <laughs> you know
3: yeah um death training is not is not a video game i would recommend to the average gamer it's not the mm-hmm. video game i would recommend to the average playstation gamer it is a uh like twee bloated nonsensical indie game on a triple a budget it is yeah. It, and that's rare that's few and far between and in many ways i'm torn because i'm like support that get art out there on the other side i'm like it's tedious and cumbersome and boring <laughs> in a lot of ways and i think a lot of it is rote and 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 awful but i do think a lot of it is like sort of interesting and, and fascinating and when it clicked i was like yeah let's 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 keep going let's keep doing this and then something made me go uh just Leave it where it is. (laughs) I put like 30 hours in and I walked away. But I'm glad it exists, but I would not recommend it to most people.
1: I I spent (laughs) a lot of time thinking about what artists do after they did the thing that made everyone give a shit. Mm -hmm. You know, when they suddenly get like a blank check and carte blanche to do whatever. And uh, I've compared Death Stranding to the movie Sorcerer, which is what William Friedkin did. Like, I think it was either after French Connection or The Exorcist. But either way, he had like earned enough goodwill to be able to be like yeah you can you can do whatever man you can go nuts and he made a movie that was like like a weirdly divisive critical thing that was a commercial flop, and nobody knew what to make of it, but it's really cool right. uh and there's plenty of things out there like that um the the guy who directed it follows made uh under the Silver Lake, which is an incredibly strange, weird meandering, probably overly long kind of up its own ass movie, but it's interesting, and I love that. I love seeing what artists do when they kind of come out swinging and they're just like, I don't know. Where do I start? What do I do next? Yep. Uh, like, the blank canvas is a terrifying thing. Jacket Brown of, yeah. as well, right? You yeah, at, exactly. Yeah, where
3: it's like they told Tarantino sort of like, uh, be a director. Like, mm-hmm. focus less on the script and more on, on, on characterization. And yeah. Get people in there. It's like, I'll take this um,
1: Elmore Leonard book that
3: nobody some, but me has read. <laughs> some people... Um, thrive under the pressure of, like, a massive studio. You know, the dirt becomes diamonds and whatnot. Um, other people uh, flail. And uh, it remains to be seen where Kojima will land in the in the spectrum of all of this. But I do think it is uh, really cool to see someone go, this is what I want to make, and either a bunch of people being like, we're yes men and cheering them on, or other mm-hmm. people being like, sure, like, I think that'll do okay. Um I, I I'm glad that exists. I do think that's going to be a rarity in this medium oh, yeah. for a very long yeah. time. Uh indie games, like Aforementioned, have been doing it for decades now. So stick with those if you this want is, weird this stories. This
1: has some indie game DNA in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is either like mm-hmm. the hardest version of Proteus or the easiest version of Quap. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is. And especially I think those first few hours as we were kind of saying will be a good I like benchmark indicator of whether or not you're going to want to continue with this. Like, I I would recommend if you pick it up and get through, you know, an hour, that's probably mostly cutscene, get to the first little drip of a new thing Mm -hmm. and see where that takes you. Um, But obviously, if you want a lot more on this game, we're going to be talking about it, I think, a lot, especially as more people play it here, more people out there start playing it when it comes out on November 8th. Um, But in the meantime, definitely please check out Tristan's full review. It's on IGN.com. It's on YouTube.com slash IGN. And he eloquently makes his case for why he believes the game is what it is. Um, and I think it's an excellent review. Check uh, out numerous
1: mm-hmm. reviews. Yeah. They're yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, I people like different things. This is a weird game. Yeah. And, and it's that's, exciting
0: yeah it's it's a really exciting conversation to have wherever people fall on the spectrum of it um and whether that's divisive or not i think that's interesting and fascinating to talk about so of course we'll be doing that a lot more here on podcast beyond so please tune into the show normally every wednesday at 3 p.m pacific at beyond.ign.com youtube.com slash ign beyond and your favorite podcast services around the world uh you can yell at all of us on twitter if you want to
3: death that. stranding
0: uh Brian is at Agent Bizzle. I am at J.M. Dornbush. Max is at Max Scoville, And Mark is at Mark underscore Medina. Yep. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the show. And as always, beyond.
1: Death Stranding. Beyond.